I was shocked. So just from a husband standpoint, being super skeptical, like I think you're just throwing away money to somebody that's 2,000 miles away to like seeing the results and like the kind of the dedication that went along with it. Well, so it's not even like I, like you said, that I was doing anything different. Yeah. Hi there, hello there, this is the Who Gives a Fit podcast, and I'm Sam, founder and coach for Who Gives a Fit. Our goal is to help women become stronger and more confident through fitness, nutrition, and a little tough love. You can also find us on Instagram for daily tips and inspo at Who Gives a Fit. I'm so looking forward to hearing from you. In today's episode, we have a special guest. This is my husband Brian and he's going to be joining us because how could I do a podcast about getting fit when your partner doesn't give a shit <laughs> without my partner there to weigh in so um I thought it would be a good idea to have him here get his input maybe give some tips on how to navigate life when you don't always have the same goals because that you're not always going to have the same goals too. Um, so something I hear all the time when I'm getting, when I'm talking to women, whether they're asking me about coaching or even if I'm already coaching them, I always hear like, well, I'm struggling because my husband doesn't like to eat healthy. So it's hard. Like my husband doesn't go to like to go to the gym so I don't my husband doesn't like to eat leftovers so I feel like I'm making more food and I I, it's hard to like navigate those situations I know that but I feel like we found a good balance with that because we're very different in that aspect (laughs) I'm much more strict on my eating and my exercise routines than you are. You also have different likes as far as exercise goes. So let's kind of start with what what are your thoughts on like when you hear that if somebody says like I don't work out or I don't ex- or eat well because my partner doesn't like what are your initial thoughts on that? Uh, the eating portion of it, I, I guess it was a little bit challenging. Like when we started, you doing like gluten-free things and having specific things that you can eat and you can't eat. Um, you mean like more recently? Yeah, more recently. Um, it's not really a hindrance on me. Because I'm still going to ask you what you want for dinner and you're going to ask me what I want for dinner. And usually there's some type of uh, compromise. Like we'll do, say, if we do pasta, Sam will cook her portion of pasta. I'll cook my portion of pasta or Sam will cook both. Uh, We usually agree on the protein. So if we do chicken, we'll do chicken. And then if I want it seasoned separately, like with teriyaki sauce or... Um, some other substance that Sam doesn't necessarily prefer, then I'll, we'll cook the protein and I'll prepare my way. She'll prepare her way. And we kind of cook dinner together, but separately. 
Um, but it really hasn't been a problem like at all. Yeah. Well, what about as far as like macros? Yeah. Like I have to weigh, well, I have, I don't really anymore because I have, I don't have to do that, but. Her macros and counting has like no bearing on me and how I eat. So uh, a lot of times, I mean, she'll ask me how much protein I want. If we have like 12 ounces to eat, you know, she'll say, well, how much do you think you're going to want? And I said, well, how much do you need? And she'll say like six. And I'll say, perfect, I'll, I'll do the other half. Um, so usually she's the one weighing stuff and portioning out. So it really doesn't affect me like at all. If I'm doing my own pasta, I may weigh it just to be cautious of overeating or overcooking. But if I don't, it doesn't matter because she has her own pasta. Yeah. What is normally your approach on nutrition? So like a lot of times when we come into this, it's like the husband like doesn't want anything to do with healthy eating. Uh, or gluten-free food. I, fi- I think that's your, you don't like gluten-free food. No, uh, that's not true. I had like a, uh, a mindset like coming into understanding gluten-free that all the food was terrible. And anytime Sam would say, well, that's not gluten-free or we're going to make it gluten-free. I'd aut- automatically have like this trigger, like, oh man, that's going to be terrible. Um, a lot of times if she didn't tell me it was, it was gluten-free, I wouldn't even know that it was gluten-free. So, um, I think I got off track from the question. Yeah, you got stuck on Squirrels everywhere. Oh, yeah. I was asking, what if you don't like what I'm making? Like, what, how... What's your take on nutrition? Because I, it seems like a lot of times in these situations, the female, as usual, is the one making the food, which is the case in a lot of households, especially if you have kids. Um, but their husband doesn't want to necessarily eat what they're eating. So how would you... like? If you don't want to eat what I'm eating, which happens a lot of the time... Mm-hmm. But if that weren't the case, like if I were the, the homemaker mm-hmm. and I was the one making all the food and you didn't want what I was making, how would somebody have that conversation with somebody who's like used to you making the food for them? If, if you're going to eat, you're going to prepare all the food, try and prepare foods that your, your, your family likes, but also that won't be too... Um, out of the way for you to make your own portions and make your own meal while you're making this potentially not quite as healthy of a meal as you would like. Yeah, I think that's a a good suggestion for sure. Like definitely find like in between meals. I know a lot of times going into eating more healthy, people will think, oh my gosh, like I have to completely switch and my family's not going to like any of the stuff I'm making. But there's a lot of stuff that you can make that my clients I know have 
<laughs> given to their kids, they're like, I don't think they're going to like this. And then they love it. Yeah. So it's really just finding those things. And yeah, that's going to take time and like understanding. But And I would be cautious even telling like your kids or your husband, like I'm going to cook, I'm going to cook a healthy meal. Like, don't predicate it like yeah, that. Don't even tell them. Just what's be like, in do it. you want do you want hamburgers or chicken tonight? You know, what do you want? Yeah, maybe ask I want them hamburgers. Like a okay, protein. Like you said, how we yeah. agree on the protein. Yeah, you can ask them like you want what? steak. Yeah, because you can get leaner steak. We do this all the time. You know, I love ribeyes, but those are super fatty. If you get a sirloin, you know, it's way more lean. So you look for opportunities to like. Well, if you're going to grill a steak. If your husband wants a ribeye, you can grill, have him grill you a sirloin and it'll be a little leaner. Same thing for like just hamburgers. If you want to get like a super, you know, lean hamburger meat, we do this all the time. 97 97%, 93. Three. Uh. Look, I didn't say this was... But if you were to line up the 97.3 versus like the typical like 80 or 82% uh, hamburger meat, you're going to have a hard time deciphering it when you're actually eating it. Uh, but So those are little tricks. Just don't even mention that it's going to be a healthy meal. Just prepare it. See if they like it. Just like every other meal you've ever cooked for them and yeah, if they don't that's a then, good one then definitely don't adjust tell and, them. and move yeah <laughs> like you were saying about the gluten-free which right away i'm not i'm not um i'm not saying that you in order to be healthy you have to eat gluten-free this no. is something i'm doing for my digestive health for the time being my goal is to eventually not be gluten-free so i there's no way saying gluten-free is healthy because there are a lot of unhealthy things you can get that are gluten-free the biggest argument i always hear is like my husband doesn't like leftovers or he doesn't like healthy foods and i mean me personally i would just be like that's your fucking problem (laughs) yeah that's just not usually gonna work so um that's not I mean, if I were in a situation where I wanted to continue to work healthy and also please my husband at the same time and cook what he's doing, I would probably just eat the leftovers and cook him new food and move on with my day. Yeah. And then I don't have to cook a meal for myself. Takeaways. We got to try to figure out places to compromise, maybe asking what proteins everyone wants. Yeah, and you don't even have to say protein. That's just what... Meats. Yeah, what kind of meat? What kind of meat? Well, I mean, if you're not... If you don't eat meat. Yeah, you could just say, do you want chicken? You want steak? You want... If you don't eat meat, you don't eat chicken Oh, yeah, steak. well... <laughs> tofu, I don't know. Yeah. Satian, I don't know how to say that one. I don't know. Beans. Mm. So, you figure out the base of your meal... And then you can have a list of, like, the things that everybody likes. Like, if everyone in the family likes broccoli, if everyone in the family likes carrots, create a list so it's an easy go-to. And then, especially if you have kids, they can just point out what they want. 
I prefer bulk prepping personally. Yeah. Um, I would say if you're the one like cooking dinner every day and you don't want to have to cook two dinners every day, then bulk prep, bulk prep one of like cook dinner on Monday, do whatever they're going to do and then make a lot of whatever you're going to do. And then you don't have to double up on your meals at least. Yeah, that's, that's more double up meal type stuff. Uh, with bulk prepping, you just do like two proteins, a couple of carbs, and then you can add them into different meals. Like you can make pasta, chicken, rice, and beef, and then you have like 17 different ways to make that. Yeah. Everybody so has their own everybody way. Can, it's like a buffet at home. Moving on to more of like workouts. So like their husband doesn't go to the gym. And then so then they're not motivated to go to the gym. You kind of, I mean, if you, you just kind of have to take charge on your own schedule and your own workout path. Yeah. That one I call a little bit bullshit on sometimes because it's well, just like you got to be your own person like yes you have your partner but the same thing with nutrition a little bit too like you I know it's hard to like have that confidence and go into it like I'm doing this you you you're either along for the ride or you're not and that's kind of the approach that I take with you yeah um but I know it can hard be hard to do that if you're not used to doing that and sometimes it can cause issues in relationships like jealousy sometimes yeah but, and those are things that those are much more deep-rooted things that you should probably talk with a therapist about or go to counseling but I just look at it as a hobby you know yeah you're, you're paying a coach and you're going to the gym whether you like it or not treat it as a hobby just like your husband hopefully has hobbies of his own that you probably don't necessarily like or enjoy doing with him, but you let him go do anyway, like golf and volleyball. Sam doesn't really enjoy either one of those, so but she allows me to go do those things. You know, yeah, she likes to go to the gym I'll and allow you. I yeah, yeah, you not back. A, yeah. That's a <laughs> but you know she supports me. I support her. Uh, yeah. So it's just like, you have your hobbies, I have my hobbies, I'm going to go to the gym. You know, you go play golf, or I'll watch the kids while you play golf, if you watch the kids while I go to the gym. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I think that's, you just have to explain it in that way. Like, this is a new hobby that I'm doing, or something like that. Um, and... You're definitely more, I mean, you'll go to the gym sometimes, but you're definitely more into group sports, yeah. like volleyball, or yeah. I mean, golf isn't really a group sport, it's just, you usually go with a group, though. I like competing, not necessarily with myself, yeah, but I'm with other people. Yeah, the opposite. I like yeah. competing with myself and nobody else. <laughs> I work out a lot harder at the gym than I do at our home gym, because there's other people there. So I feel like oh. I have to be the best. Well, that's interesting. Well, that's I work out hard. Throwing new facts at you today, Susan. <laughs> I work out harder at the gym than our home gym just because 
I feel like I have more space. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just a different environment. Maybe yeah. I, Maybe it is a little bit more of people being there for me too. Like people around me so I yeah I don't want people seeing me slack off at the gym nobody's seeing me slack off in here you know on my phone for like six minutes (laughs) between sets you know yeah you know the gym I'm like oh man gotta get my minute minute alarm went off I gotta get back at it yeah I feel like definitely more efficient at the gym for sure I will say um we got a little off there, but <laughs> go ahead. Good habits, like tea, all right? I wasn't a tea drinker, like, ever. And, you know, I would make tea occasionally for Sam, but it kind of wore on to me to where now in the mornings I'm like, well, do I want some tea or do I want coffee? So just because I've been exposed to it for so long that I kind of ended up liking it or absorbing it so even if your husband isn't necessarily like all for it to start you would be surprised that oh he sees you going to the gym and sees you making progress it might be like oh man maybe i need to get on this this boat as well eating healthy you know drinking tea if you start to see positive benefits of it you start to like be like, well, that might work for me as well. Yeah. Or, or at least like. Well, I know. I mean, since we started dating, however long ago that was. Yeah. You time. have definitely gotten more healthy and more into Yeah. the gym. There was a period that we were like really on nutrition oh, in the yeah. gym. Like. And Before our wedding, was everyone was serious. like blown away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They were like, "Sam, you're the best thing that's happened." <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, because I yeah. Because you were like being healthy. Yeah. And it was good, and you still do some of this stuff, but you know. Oh yeah, I'm I'm very I'm conscious of it. I just yeah. don't. You uh, have some knowledge. You have more knowledge around it. I feel. Yeah. It's, you're just more free with it than I am. That's right. And that's okay. That's it. Yeah. It's okay to have different goals and... She doesn't criticize me for, like, playing golf on the weekends instead of going to the gym or no, going to I, volleyball instead of going I to the gym. The only reason I ask him what's for lunch is because I want to think about how good it was. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. What did you have for lunch? You, like, you pizza? Some people might think that I'm being like, well, what'd you have for lunch? Was it healthy? It's like, not a criticizing no, question. I literally a, just want to know like, what yeah. you had for lunch. What'd you have? I'm gonna, I, wish I, was I love food so much. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, yeah, make it into, like, eventually it could rub off, and eventually they might like the healthier stuff more. And then it can be something that you end up doing together. But sometimes you got to be the first person to take the leap and kind of show the way. And you've got to like give yourself a little more confidence and credit to be able to do that. Because you can. I was super skeptical when Sam first signed up with a coach years ago. Yeah. 
You you were like, why do you need a coach? It's like, what? You're really <laughs> going to pay this person that's like 2,000 miles away to like train you? She's like, yeah. And then sure enough, like she had been super fit while we were together. But then she like went to a whole nother level with her coach um, prior to our wedding. Yeah. So it's not like she was working out more or eating differently. It's just like fine tuning what she was already putting in. It's like I can go and hit balls at the driving range, but if I don't know what I'm doing, I'm not getting better at golf. Yeah. If I know what I'm doing or I have a coach to tell me how to do it properly, I I see a immediate Yeah, it was like, definitely a huge change shift in like learning period for me. Like it was I was shocked. Helpful. So just from a husband standpoint, being super skeptical, like I think you're just throwing away money to somebody that's 2,000 miles away to like seeing the results and like the kind of the dedication that went along with it. Well, so it's not even like I, like you said, that I was doing anything different. Yeah. It you was, you're already I had a gym rat. Somebody, you're already eating healthy. Yeah. Just didn't know how to progress. Yeah. I, I won't answer that question for you. Well, yeah, I got to a point where I was like stuck and I put myself into, we're getting into kind of like details here and coaching, but that's fine. Um, so I got to a point where I was stuck. I put myself into a diet break and then from there I was like, okay, so I either keep trying to do this on my own or I find somebody who's been doing this for a really long time and they can tell me how to adjust from here. If I'm doing anything wrong and then I won't be wasting time because I'm trying to get shredded for my wedding. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> that's when I got the coach and he guided me through it and then I checked in with him every week and that was a huge factor as well. That was huge. Because I had a bunch of events leading up. Obviously, it was mm-hmm. my wedding, so I had like bachelorette parties, and, and my other friend was getting married. I Vacations. Went to yeah, we went to Jamaica a couple times. Yeah. Um, so like having that person to be like, okay, I'm doing this this weekend, and him kind of being like, cool, this is going to be our plan. And most of the time, it I spent a lot of time in maintenance. <laughs> Yeah. But most of the time he was like, all right, it'll be fine. Just do these days and then get back on it on these days. And like just having that person to be like, it's okay. You're going to be fine. So that I didn't go off on the weekend and then come back and just continue to go off. And you were were definitely conscious of what you were eating. It's just you weren't trying to be uh, like super regimented like yeah i mean it's kind of hard at bachelorette parties yeah exactly <laughs> but it's like you're doing vodka and soda instead of maybe yeah, instead of like, like a beer or something drinks. like that yeah, yeah something yeah high sugar but like that was definitely shifting point for me mm-hmm. and i know you felt I feel like multiple times I've been like, okay, I'm hiring this person. And you're like, what? Yeah, I've been skeptical more than once. 
What would you say to somebody who like wants to hire a coach for something that they've been trying to do? Like, how would they explain it to their significant other in a way that would make them understand? Uh, just kind of being on the husband side. Yeah. I would just like, look, I'm going to give it a shot. If it doesn't work out, no pun intended, that's okay. But I want to like take the chance. I know you're skeptical and it's almost like you you even have more motivation because if your partner's skeptical, then not only do you have accountability to your coach, but you also want to prove your husband like, yeah, see, I told you. So I would almost take it as motivation, but um, I just take take a chance. You know? So we don't we didn't have shared finances, so it wasn't any of your money at all. I feel right. like a lot of time that's the struggle. Mm-hmm. So if I was like, I'm taking our money. And doing this, what would you need in order to be like, okay, like, is there something I would, specific I would have to explain to you? Would I have to, like, what I've told people to do before is explain it in a way that you would understand. Like, for example, being like, I don't feel comfortable in my body, and so I don't want to get intimate with you. Do you think that would help or something else? Um, probably. I mean, I, I can't speak for all uh, yeah, I husbands mean, this is out just there. General. But I would, uh, I would just approach it like, look, um, depending on the situation, if you're like not comfortable in your body, you don't feel good as a person, you have possibly dabbled in fitness but don't know how to get back into it or in fitness but don't know how to go to the next level i mean i would just explain your goals and just be like you know i i want to take this chance and if there's something that you know you can relate to you know you your husband like took a chance on something which could be you know you wanted a nicer car, you wanted new golf clubs or, you know, a PlayStation or an Xbox. Just be like, you know, we spend money on these things that are kind of don't improve ourselves. It's entertainment. I'm trying to do this to actually improve myself and become a, a healthier, better wife or husband. Yeah. I always, I'm always preaching when you take care of yourself, you can take care of others better. Because if you don't feel good, you're going to have a lot harder time doing other things. Absolutely. And that affects your relationships anyway. So it's just really a lot of a lot of everything we're saying has a lot to do with communication. I know that's a struggle for a lot of people, but I think that's going to be the root of all of solving all of the problems overall. It's going to be explaining why you're doing things um, and just having, like, standing up for yourself. 
that's such a big part of it. Like, and it's hard to be selfless. I think a lot of wives and mothers are very like giving, and mm-hmm. it's all about everyone else. Um, so just you know, I think a lot of times you have to do something for yourself, and I hope that your your husband or significant other would get on board with that. If yeah, I know, mean, just, it's hard to know, and it's, it's scary it's to step to, into. To yeah, talk about every individual situation yeah because we're we're our own thing and everybody has their own situations yes but i think uh being an only child has helped me with that (laughs) yeah because i'm very much like this is what i'm doing and you can go along with it or not but i'm still doing it so yeah (laughs) so um I don't know how to pass that mindset on to others. Yeah, I don't think you can. Uh, I think you just... Uh, you don't necessarily just have to say, I'm doing it, but uh, just be honest. Something you want, something you want to do. Yeah. I think just being upfront is the biggest takeaway here. Mm-hmm. Being upfront and explaining what's happening and trying to find ways to incorporate them while still making things as easy as possible for you. I would say the biggest change that's going to have to take place is just trying to prioritize yourself and and your goals a little bit more. And... Yeah. And look for opportunity for compromise. Yeah. You agree on hamburgers? Yeah. Well, you can make healthy hamburgers. You know, I want pasta tonight. You may have to make your own little side dish of pasta while you're cooking everyone else's. Yeah. Uh, If you got to go. The other thing is look for opportunities to like take advantage of similar interests. Like if he likes playing softball and you go to his softball games. You can be like kind of doing a mini workout while he's playing softball. Like, you know, (laughs) even take your workout stuff and go to left field and work out while he's playing softball. Or um, look for small opportunities of he's going to do his thing and have fun while you can do your own thing and still be together. Yeah. Like we go to the gym together all the time, but we don't work out together. Well, all the time. I try to get you to work out with me. Yeah. You just don't want to. Yeah. We don't always align on. Why not? Stuff. Why don't you want to work out with me? <laughs> we won't get into that today. Oh, why not? <laughs> uh, mostly because. The muscle groups that you like to focus on aren't necessarily the same muscle groups I like to focus on. So you don't like doing legs. I don't like doing glutes (laughs) every single day for 10 out of the 12 sets. We don't do glutes every day. (laughs) Yeah, that's just my perception. Like, what did you say today when we went to the gym? What did you say you were going to do? Oh, I'm going to do arms and legs. I said I was going to do legs and arms, right? Yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to do legs and arms. What did you end up doing? I did legs and arms. 
And what did you say was going to be sore today or tomorrow? My butt. <laughs> <laughs> How many of the exercises were part of your mostly legs. focusing on your glutes? Well, they're compound exercises, so thank you. They. What other body parts are going to be sore tomorrow? Probably my back. Back and butt. <laughs> Point it was made. back Thank day. You. It was back day. So. Arms and legs and back. <laughs> back day. So deadlifts, rows. It's back the day. Back side but of your when body. we started, it was just legs and arms. Those then are it morphed into into back. Maybe some abs. No, I didn't do okay. abs. Yeah. It's compound exercise. <laughs> yeah, so we don't necessarily agree on workout styles. Mm. Hmm. Oh, hmm. Yeah. But Sometimes. when I do want to do legs super tough, I tell Sam and, and I have, have cheesy bird legs walking out. <laughs> And then have a hard time walking the next two days. Yeah. Yeah. So, that's the other reason. Okay, so back to main takeaways. <laughs> Compromise. Compromise. Compromise with foods. What was our main takeaway for workouts? Do your own things. Yeah. Look for, Look for opportunities. opportunities to do your workouts. Yeah, and if you can do something together, then great. Mm -hmm. If he likes to go on the treadmill at the gym, then you can lift your weights and that'll be that. As far as explaining the journey to them, it's just about communication overall and helping them understand how you're actually feeling because a lot of times that's what gets missed in those conversations and it especially if you're trying to hire a coach you're just going to them like I want to hire this person give them all this money and I met them on the internet <laughs> that's not gonna that's not gonna really work out too well they're gonna be like what you're crazy yeah so you got to explain like why you talk to that coach what you told that coach because i know i personally ask questions that are like why is this important to you like how would your life be different you have to explain those things to your significant other too if they are bought in and it's their money too mm -hmm. it's, if it's not their money i know a lot of times they like you like to talk things through. Yeah. And that's okay too. But still, you have to explain those things. Any last words of advice for our friends out there? If you don't make a lot of tea, you may want to reconsider that as well. <laughs> you're, you're like fully into tea now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I made the switch. I like tea. Every every night we have tea. In the summer, we might have to do more iced tea. I'm on board. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. If you like this podcast, follow along. If you want to more podcasts with Brian, let me know. You can find me on 
Instagram at who gives a fit. And my feelings will not be hurt if you guys don't want to see me ever again. No, he it was a struggle to get him on this. And I'll talk to you next time. <laughs>